Hello, and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail, and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. So it actually is officially Monday. So I am honestly (laughs) recording this on the day that it goes out. You could almost say it's live. Fresh off the press. Fresh off the press. Monday, August 24th, midnight. Literally. (laughs) And I'm here with a really good friend of mine, Talia Raps. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And... I'm taking this podcast in a little bit of a different direction today than usual. I know we always talk about weddings and we will get to that. It's not that we won't. And we talk about, you know, things regarding coronavirus and weddings and whatnot. But Talia and I have been really good friends for about six years and if you know anything about me, and I've probably spoken about this before, is that I worked in healthcare doing events and PR before I moved over to the social side. And that's how Talia and I met um, when we were both working for Casena Care and I was doing events and PR and she was doing marketing and admissions and we ended up working hands in hands. And we're two people who came from kind of different worlds but have always been able to connect and a big a big big thing that I value and I admire about her is that you know she's very spiritual she's very in touch with God and sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit down and I need like some reassurance or guidance or just clarity on something um I invite myself over for Shabbos on Friday night at Talia's house. Literally. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing? Um, can I come? <laughs> and um, I did that this past weekend. And there was something that we spoke about that I thought was really important to touch on. One, um, it's a very vulnerable thing to discuss. And if you know me on a personal level, you know that I I'm I'm a pretty outright and, you know, forthcoming person or at least I try to be. Um I might not always, you know, come forth telling you everything that I'm thinking all at once, but I think that on this podcast I should show a little bit more vulnerability and a little bit more about myself and how I came to be in the events world and also a little bit about not just my career but how this time is affecting people emotionally and it's hitting people not just you know in the wedding industry although it's hit us very hard but really all over and you know something that we spoke about is that I had thyroid cancer, you know this, at the same time that your husband. My husband had thyroid cancer. Yes. Yeah. So, and that was right when Talia and I met, which is not by... Like, this is not, like, by chance. Like, this is what... Destiny. We, it was, I believe God's <laughs> hand. It's absolutely <laughs> destiny. Right. So, it was just a, a weird, like 
coincidence in a way that you were dealing with this in your family, I was dealing with this in my own life. It's so weird when I look back on it that we're even saying this now. Like, yeah. it's so weird that that was, that right. was the case. Right. So at Shabbat this past Friday, that came up and I was like, wow, I totally forgot that that was going on for both of us at the same time, you know, like six years ago. Yeah, six years ago. And something that it made me think about, and you said this, and so I've been thinking about this all weekend, is that, you know, God has his hand in everything, right? And that you have to decide to walk in faith or walk in fear. That was something that you said. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you don't always... People say you are supposed to choose faith over fear, but we're not always cognizant that we're choosing. Like sometimes we just like fall into a feeling and we didn't realize we're even choosing this feeling because like we didn't even acknowledge that we're in it. You know what I mean? Like, so you know what I'm talking about? And I feel like I've had, you know, now like 48 hours to think about this and whatnot. And I was like, you know, because with our industry in such disarray, right? And not just my industry, also in your industry and yeah. healthcare, you know, so, well, so the events and the healthcare. Has yeah. Been hit, so. Events and healthcare, social events, um, weddings, obviously being postponed or moved to, you know, smaller amounts of people. And like, it's showing you that in a time like this, that like less is more and that you, you can, you can like, exist with less going on yeah that's that's definitely something that people are realizing like oh you don't always need to be shopping or out or going out or or uh, like chronically busy like we were saying like us new yorkers are chronically busy right and you know it's it's made everybody have to slow down and like so to say stop and smell the roses literally and and honestly a much harder thing than like what we're going to see on social media because on social media everything is portrayed to be perfect right and then you know when people show their vulnerability is actually when you feel a little bit more relatable connected right and I felt like in this episode you know there's certain things that like I should share about myself that I probably like never really shared about myself like to other people which is just that like my life like totally completely changed almost seven years ago like right like I got sick like I had an autoimmune disorder I like then had like thyroid cancer right so like I had to have surgery luckily like I made it through all those things and I made it through one because I was very busy with work at the time like so I didn't have I didn't have time to stop and think about all these like things that were going on right like so I was like able to get through it a little bit maybe easier than somebody else would have because like I didn't have time to sit around and like be sad because I was like so busy which is I guess a positive thing but also like kind of weird when you think about it too yeah, it's funny because like on the one hand there's like this positive aspect about being busy to like not wallow in your negative feelings and then there's this other concept of like well we don't want to outrun our feeling right because you it'll always run after you yeah and 
it made me think while we were like sitting at dinner the other night is just that God puts things in our path of what we can handle, right? So my entire life, like entire, I was always so scared that something was like gonna happen to me, right? Like I was like, if I got sick, I would never mentally be able to like get through it because that's like my biggest fear, right? Like, oh my God. And then that happened to me and I handled it like very well, like as if nothing was going on because it was just, I I felt like, (laughs) I felt like I had prepared myself for the worst my whole Mm. life. So when it happened, I was like, oh, I got like, this is so typical because like I worried about this my whole life. Like I was just a worrier where now I'm like not as much of a worrier in that way, like in that respect. Right. So kind of like where this all ties into everything is that we're dealing with obviously coronavirus, right? And, you know, weddings being postponed, canceled, you know, um, people figuring out what they're going to do, just the uncertainty. We've had a lot of breakups. We've had a lot of relationships start. Oh my God. Um, This season has been so challenging for people with uncertainty. It's not just in, in, in our, in our career industry. I mean, emotionally, families have been in crisis from this. People have lost work. Their kids are home. Families are not operating in the same systems that they used to operate in. I mean, there's been a lot of shifts to our lifestyle. People have had to email, um, you know, be resourceful and email a lot of their, you know, normal errands. It's, it's made us resourceful, but it's also made us like, it's really thrown us for a loop because it's, thrown our lives upside down the way we normally do things right and I feel like it's it's probably very challenging for a lot of people to like stay positive you know during this time you know I spoke to a therapist my friend she's a therapist and she said to me her business has never been more booming first of all that like (laughs) for anyone that thinks people are just roasting marshmallows and checking out the sky and like stargazing at night (laughs) you you are absolutely incorrect like the pandemic has affected everyone in every age bracket because if you're a senior you're scared for your life and if you're a little kid to a toddler you're not in your school system with your routines and your friends so it's affected the gamut of all ages all brackets all stages of life if you're single you can date if you're married you're overly stuffed with each other without your self-care routines and that could also present challenges in relationships like it's been hard on all I think on all accounts and for right. all people and yes not everyone is in the same like you know situation but we're all weathering the storm together and I feel like it's been very hard and not acknowledging that is not being authentic Right. And then, you know, by the power of social media and whatnot, you know, everybody's life, people only show you what they want to show you. They're going to show you the 20 minute fire pit they did at night, but they're not (laughs) going to show you about the fight they had with their husband that morning or the kids tantruming in the afternoon, telling you that they're bored chronically or the school emailing you that you didn't hand in their, your kid's homework assignment (laughs) while you're also trying to work in the front lines. I would say, there has been a lot of stress on people and it would be like we'd be remiss to not acknowledge that for people. You know what I mean? Because people feel more alone. You know, my friend, she, oh, I was telling you about my friend that's a therapist. So not only she said, is she busy, but she said, 
um, I asked her like, what, like, what do you feel like is going on? And she said to me, like, I'm like, is it, do you think people are more anxious and depressed? She's like, well, in therapy, we call it anxiety and depression. If there's like no reason for the fear and the sadness. But she said, when we have a pandemic and people tell me they feel anxious and depressed, it's called situational. And therefore it's not anxiety and depression. It's just like sadness. Like, right. And that's just like a normal part of this, like chaos is that we are experiencing an epidemic of sadness and like fear. And like, that's not really considered anxiety when it is related to a real life situation that we are all living through together. So to me, that was really interesting because I never considered that like, if the situation renders it appropriate to be sad and fearful, then it's therefore not anxiety or depression it's just actually we're living through a really hard time right we're living through a hard time um personally professionally um we've seen so many people you know the word pivot is being used in so many ways because we're all pivoting in our careers you know people who went to go and they worked in the city every single day and took the train now they're like working at home by zoom so like sharing offices with, you know, sharing their, their home as their office. So your home is no longer just home. It is also work. Um, that's very stressful. It's also created a lot of relationship problems. Cause it's like, uh, hello, I'm working here. Stay quiet. Or like <laughs> expecting your members of your family to like not be in rooms that they, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just presented like issues that you've never normally dealt with and like figuring out your footing while. Yeah. And I know for me, on, like, a different end, like, I, I'm i not married yet, but I will be. You will you be. You know, like, by the, we'll pa- by, the by the power of God. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I come home and my, ha- like, my apartment is empty, right? It's just me. But I'm so not used to so much time at home that, like, my couch has never seen so much action of my ass sitting on it (laughs) that it's, like, that it's wild. Like, I'm just, like, wow, I've watched so much TV. I've spent so much time in my living room. (laughs) Like, like my my kitchen counters have, like, never actually, like, seen food on them. And now I'm, like, wow, I eat lunch. Like, (laughs) here, like, this is wild. Like, I'm actually living within the home I pay for. I'm living in the home I pay for. Like, like, I've never never been home like my electric bill probably was never as high as it is now (laughs) you know like the the lights never on until it's interesting I've actually been so impressed with like how all these businesses have been pivoting like even just like right down to the manicure stores like the plexiglasses and like the signage and like I've walked into a few different manicure stores the last few months they all come in they take your temperature they take this like sign up you have to like write your to, you know, your temperature down, your name, your phone number, this whole sign-up sheet. And I'm just like, that's unbelievable. Like, every business had a pivot for their own industry. And, like, that's hard. And I get, I commend all entrepreneurs and business owners that have pivoted like that. Obviously, the chain stores, you know, when Target makes a sign, you know, everyone wore a mask. Even that was a big deal. Like, that right. means that they had a mask produce the sign all around. They had to put tape. They had to have workers put those six feet apart tape. Like, it was, it's, like, really affected our world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But what's beautiful about it, and not to just focus on the positive because we're here to be vulnerable and sad, but like, like, it's unbelievable that we're doing it at the same time as the whole world. Like, there's this, like, certain unity that's coming through that, like, you know, like, you kind of have common ground now with 
anybody in the world. Like, you could just pick up, you could have, like, a pickup conversation. It used to be, like, you both had to be into the next, so you could have a pickup conversation. But now, you're on almost, like, equal footing to the whole world. Like, you pick up, you talk to somebody in Italy, you'd be like, how's it going with, like, you know, the pandemic? Like, ah, the kids are on Zoom, it's crazy. Like, all of a sudden, like, a person in New York and a person in Italy have, like, the same exact challenges, and you can, like, pick up that, like, connection. Yeah. I mean, I told you this the other day that, like, I, you know, my family went through Hurricane Sandy almost eight years ago, when however long ago that was, and, like, we had eight feet of water and, like, no electric, no power for, like, you know, six weeks, and, like, I had to still get to college, so I was, like, I had to stay with my friend in the city because, like, trains weren't running and, like, we couldn't do laundry and, like, I just, just all these things. We had no cell phone reception. Like, there was, like, nothing. But, like, this year still felt crazier than that. Well, this year Even is though another it's level. Like, it's, like, we had power. We had electric. Like, we had homes to go to. Like, we, like, but it still felt SD, just like, as dramatic. Hurricane Sandy was like New York. Like, right. You're talking yeah. coronavirus is a worldwide pandemic. Like, this is affecting every country in the world in one minute. To me, this is like the hands of God. Like, who could like make the entire world put on a mask and <laughs> make the entire so true. Well, the NBA, <laughs> the NFL, every like league industry uh, event has been shut down by Hashem in his in, in an instant. Like it's really humbling to be like we're in this 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 weird chaos together. Like yeah. across the world when you see it like that, you look at your loneliness differently. Yeah. No, and it it goes to show that Everybody is dealing with this one way or another. You know, you have people who luckily have been able to keep their jobs and like they're still working and whatnot, but they've still had to pivot in their in the way that they're working because their routine is totally different. We've had to pivot but, in relationships too. I mean, yes, you've had to FaceTime someone if you were going to say hello. It's and so people true. have probably also realized how valuable human connection is. Like things, we, maybe we would take it for granted. Like if you just said hi to your mailman. And, like, you'd go to the bagel store and just be online with people. Maybe you wouldn't realize that it was, like, a big deal. But, like, now, I feel like we, because all those things have been removed, we're, like, oh, my God, people are important. Like, how do I, like, connect more? Yeah. And, like, or maybe realizing, like, I don't connect enough. How can I connect more? Or, like, like now that all that's been removed, I'm really left to sit with my, like... With your thoughts. <laughs> or, no, no, or sit with whatever you've built. And that's an actually an amazing opportunity to be like, you know what? I actually would like to build more deeper connections with people. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people have felt like, I don't have like a Brady Bunch Zoom of friends. Like, maybe mm-hmm. I need to build that. Maybe I need to like, you know, or do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like, and, yeah. It's, 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 it's triggered to people like, you know what, like. It's not an opportunity to feel bad about yourself. It could be like a real reflecting moment of like, well, it seems like human connection is super important. What could I do to like add that, to build that in my life more in a proactive kind of way? That's definitely for sure. I think we've seen in this time people who certain friendships and relationships and, you know, family situations have enhanced or honestly, they might have like died out just because things don't, you kind of see what people are really made of in a crisis. 
And that's, that's definitely true. But I also think, like, I have seen this meme going around. I don't know if you saw it, Esky. It was, like, something like, you know who your real friends are. <laughs> but the thing is, is that we're all dealing with a, a really traumatic thing. And it's affected everyone differently. And sometimes people can't show up for you because they're really just struggling to show up for themselves. Do you know what I mean? So even though I hear the perspective of like, now we know who our real friends are, like maybe that other friend is going through hell right now and they're not able to show up for you. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, you're not able to think about like, let me text you and see how you're doing when they can barely like muster up the strength to figure out how they're going to pay their bills, get to work put on a hazmat suit if they're a nurse or like who know you know what I mean right or their grandmother's dying like we don't know all the nuances of people's lives so it's like a hard season overall because you just have to like give people the benefit of the doubt like obviously if they could be a good friend they would be right and if they can't be like they're probably struggling just as much as I am right now yeah and that was like a big well this is like a big thing of you know, why I wanted you to come on because I think a lot of people get stuck in their own way of like not being able to see the other side of things. And, you know, we always talk about this number system that you talk about. I don't really know much about it. Like you're a seven and I'm a one and I'm not exactly sure what that means, (laughs) but maybe some people listening. It's like the Enneagram, the Enneagram (laughs) system of psychology, but basically it's just typing people according their, like their strengths, their weaknesses. And like when they're upscale, what are their what what they would look like and if they go down scale this is how they would look like and once you learn your strengths and your weaknesses of every kind of personality prototype then like you're able to like understand yourself better and and you also now understand how others could react to the same situation differently right and i think in like this time everybody's everybody's so unsure of what the next step is. Nobody knows what they're doing. No one knows what they're doing. You know, there's people who they're moving out of New York City. don't know what they're they're doing. Yeah. And I mean, it's, and it's such a hard time. And so many people have passed from this virus or know somebody who passed. And that completely, that puts life in a completely different perspective. Yeah. And so for me, and I can just, I'm only speaking for me on this is that this time has shown me that I need to change certain things about myself right like I've always been the type of person who I have to always keep busy because if I'm not busy then I'm not being productive and I'm not whatever but in this time like I realized you know what it's totally okay to have an off day but it's also kind of like a mass, it's like a mass snow day. Like no one's allowed yeah. to be doing stuff now. So yeah. why do you think you need to like be like, right? I right. saw somebody wrote a meme like, you know, you should be inventing, uh, your, yeah. your, writing your book or building yeah. a business. And, and it's like some people are just having a hard time brushing their teeth today. Yeah. Okay? Like and getting out of bed and just being human. That's so true. So yeah. like we need to cut ourselves some slack. Yeah. We're in a world pandemic and... To not, a, to like pretend that this is an opera. Listen, if you have found yourself time in your life to like just be more productive, that's wonderful. But if you haven't, like, I would say you're in pretty good company. I mean, you yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. you know, people are, 
They've lost their gym routine. Even stuff simple as that. Yeah. Doing a Zoom workout, maybe you're not as motivated. Maybe that's not hitting your self-care need the same way. Maybe you feel a little lost. Maybe walking isn't hitting the spot the way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It's, it's just, it's figuring out that. It's figuring out what self-care is to you. And honestly, that probably changed for a lot of people, and people during don't this even time. Because, yeah. like, you know, like, we don't even know what, what our thing is now with all... Listen, if somebody was, like, a hermit and they love to read books and go for bike rides, this is a great season This for is you. wonderful. You're crushing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if your thing was, like, my favorite self-care thing is going out for dinner with friends and going to a Zumba class, you're suffering right now. Yes. So, like, you you know what I mean? Like, yes. So, um, and for people like you and me, we're very much like out there and we're busy and we're social and we go to a lot of events and we do a lot of events. And honestly, uh, before this pandemic hit, you know, just to give everybody like a little insight into you is that you were organizing the Total Revolution conference, um, which was a conference for um, you know, Jewish women from all walks of life, you know, um, from like stay at home moms to like big CEOs of companies. Like it was for everyone to feel included. And, um, you know, we were working on that and, you know, that come, that was supposed to be on March 22nd, obviously, the whole world shut down on March 17th. In case anybody was unsure, <laughs> it was March 17th. That's the power of unity. You can throw the world upside down, okay? St. Patrick's Day just was a little different this year. It's funny because I think the mission of TR, which was like to bring more unity and love in the world, is actually more needed than ever now in the season that we're in. It wasn't just the pandemic. We had the riots. We have politics are hot right now. We've got... We can't just even right. say it's just the coronavirus. I mean, no. we are facing a lot of uncertainty politically, um, you know, the virus. There's a lot going on for us right now. I mean, you, you could have a family sitting at dinner talking politics. Somebody could get killed at that meal. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, so true. It's like, you yeah. know what I mean? Politics like, has never been as hot of a topic as it is in today's times. And I got to say... It is just something that at my dinner table, I am like, I'm out. I'm out. Just, Can I just say one I'm thing? comatose. I feel like our society just needs one word. Like, I know, like, maybe I'm not the most politically, whatever, you know, well-versed person, but like, same. United we stand. Like, that is a premise of our country. It's a premise of our religion. It's a premise of like good humanity and like, I just don't understand how, like, we've seen this much chaos in the world. Like, total chaos. Like, like, unity is like, I respect the divine image in you, and you respect the divine image in me, and we don't have to be the same, and we can respect each other because we're both created in the image of God. Like, to me, that is literally the purpose of this world. And I think that's what this time is about. Like, I think this time is about valuing human, like, social distancing is, like, a punishment for us to acknowledge, like, how valuable people are. Right. How valuable people are. Like, we're so, like, you know what I mean? And then, like, you have these riots. It's, like, the counter energy of that. You know, it's, like, it's, like, you're this side. There's so much division. There's so much, like, race, religion, culture. 
yes, I know we're all rewriting scripts and whatever, but the point is, is that like, like we're all in this together. We're all going through a lot. Let's hold each other's hand through this. Let's yeah. say like, you know, we're in this together. We're, we're like, okay, so we don't agree on this policy and politics, but like it, it, politics is only, we're humans. We're all humans. Right. We're all together. We're yeah. All, going through a lot let's be kinder to each other it's so simple like it really is so simple and it's like we're overcomplicating everything yes I agree with that I agree with just that um our world has been completely flipped upside down and everybody's handling it such a different way, obviously. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I'll say even on my end so people could feel normal Last week, I had a very bad week. Like, every day was bad. Like, I literally, like, I got myself up every day and did things and kept busy. But I was really, really just in a rough place. Like, emotionally, I was just like, this is a really tough week. And then... It's been like that for people. It's been really rough. Like, I've had tearful moments where it was just like, I don't think we could take this much more like right. if Hashem doesn't take us out of this ASAP <laughs> like I think the world the world wants redemption like they want like we want this to be over and behind us like there are all these funny memes like I'm so over 2020 or like <laughs> goodbye 2020 you know what I'm saying like yes people are like I don't think like we we on, saw enough on New Year's Eve I this year just, people will be just like, so do, happy do you remember last year with 2020 it was like cannot wait this is the this is your year this is your goals this is your everything and it was like oh honey I don't think so like it was like <laughs> this is this was nobody's year <laughs> like this was no well, we really like we're not prepared for that one no it was literally like the curveball of the world it was yes just, it's actually like funny if you think about it yes so like something that you know just made me think about all this is that you know, when we were talking the other night and we were just talking about the hardships, you know, that that we faced, you know, those six years ago. So, like, me, like, having been sick, you, like, you were dealing, like, with your own hardships, like, at the time. Like, you, yeah. you had, like, two young girls at the time. Now, mm-hmm. like, you have three children and yeah. one of them is, like, yeah. a young, your, your newest like your little boy and you know you were you were in this place of like I don't know if I want to have another child like I'm not really sure and like you went back and forth back and forth and like you know I think that you timing was everything right and and that was like a big thing like we all wait around right for like when's the right time like I'm ready now I'm ready now and we and 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 if if you know me (laughs) if you listen to my podcast but if you just know me on a personal level you know that I have thought it is my time for many things for a long time but clearly it was not my time right so (laughs) and it showed me that something should be said for stopping and smelling the roses right but also checking back in and seeing wow I've had some major accomplishments in a very short amount of time like in my kind of like 10 years working right like since I'm like 18 like college on 
I've had some really wonderful things that have gone on and it didn't, I, none of that, none of that ever registered, right? Because we're so busy, we're so, we're so busy to the next thing and we're so busy worried about, well, okay, but this went wrong opposed to all the things that went right. I've had plenty of things gone wrong plenty plenty of things like and if you know me you know that my career has been a huge huge um thing in my life probably the biggest um you know other than you know obviously keeping everything intact with my family because they you know they come first but work has been such a strong motivation in my life you know building my own like business as my side business having a career in events you know I started out as a corporate event planner in healthcare and like you know um the reason I'm telling all this is because I think some people need to see like vulnerability and that you know like every you know everybody everybody like has a relatable story to this like when I got my first job I like was definitely like cocky on my interview like I didn't even like I I almost didn't want that job because I was like oh like this isn't like whatever like I was just like we talk about this we (laughs) we worked in healthcare so you know we worked in healthcare we worked for a company called Casenicare and I'll never forget when I went on that interview I, they wanted to hire me for something specific, which was admissions. And I was like, oh no, like I don't do that. Like I'm an event planner. And I was 21. I was fresh out of college. I had graduated a year early. I, you know, (laughs) I didn't know shit. Okay. (laughs) So I really didn't. Maybe Um, that's the secret of successful mm -hmm. people, you know, like they just like, they go in, they have no clue what they're doing. And they, and they have to teach themselves. Right. And I remember like they asked me what I was looking for salary wise and I was like this is what I'm looking for and it was like a number that like was like kind of high for like somebody new out of college and and I remember he asked me to leave the office for a few minutes and then he called me back in and he like said that yes he was gonna give me that salary and he was gonna hire me to be like their corporate event planner like which they didn't even have so like this was like a brand new position like that he was making for me and um that he was gonna like pay my gas every month and he was gonna pay my cell phone bill and I was like oh my god like I didn't really think like one I was gonna get this job or two that I even wanted this job that like when I left I was like well I have to think about it I'll let you know by the end of the week I left and I was like crying and I called my mom and she was like, well, why are you upset? I was like, I'm not upset. I'm just like, what's wrong with him? Like, why would he even offer this job to me? Like, it was just miracle. It's so crazy to think like things really do work out the way that they're supposed to. And like that job where um, that job set me up for my career and it gave me very thick skin. It made me... um, very adaptable to change and it made me want to do more and learn more and um accomplish more because I was out there doing whatever it took to learn my trade like it was something I was so passionate about and I was like I have a lot to learn and listen I still have plenty to learn I'm willing to learn and that's just growth 
in in any form, whether True. it be career or personal. Um, but the reason that I tell that story is just that even in today's times where things are so tough and so hard, it's just about being a little bit more adaptable to like, you know what, we could look at this as like, this is a really crazy time in the world. And like, I'm feeling a little like, it's so normal to feel like stressed out. It's so normal. But it's also showing that things can change and you can change what you want in your life. And that is okay. Like it's okay to want to change things. I used to feel a little like guilty about wanting, you know, like, I don't know, like maybe like it's that it's never the right time. That's another thing too. It's never going to be the right time to start that thing or to, you know, like if you wanted to start a new career or you wanted to like extend your family, right? Like it's never the right time. Never. Yeah. It's never going to be the right time. My mom always tells me that too. Like that sometimes you just have to like go for it. Like if you feel ready, go for it. And, you know, so that's, that was part, I mean, I know that this like episode is probably all over the place, but I, f- I think that's how people feel. I think that's how people feel. And I think, you know, the way that this ties into, you know, weddings and brides and grooms is that... This is a new beginning. This is a new beginning. And if you can get past this with your partner, you can really get past anything. (laughs) And also just like when a wedding is like the birth of like a couple for the first time, like I think this like new, like the post-COVID experience will be the birth of like a new reality. Like we, we don't have to view this as like the end of the way things were. We could view this as like the beginning of a newer different better maybe even time that we like maybe we're setting the stage for a different kind of world right and and honestly we're changing um we're changing the field of weddings we're showing that hey you might not be able to have the amount of guests that you like thought that you were going to have like the a few hundred guests you might not be able to have that but you're having the most near and dear to your heart at your day like you might have had to cut down your list to 50 people but it's the 50 people who are closest to you um you might be doing things a little bit more intimate you or you might have pushed it back because you're like you know what maybe maybe like I don't like let's take a little bit more time and that's okay too so that's you know, how it ties into things with, you know, relationships and weddings and whatnot. And that this is, this is a hard time, you know, for everybody. Um, and it's definitely, of course, a hard time for our brides and grooms out there who, you know, oh they're, God. they're trying to navigate what to do, but like, you know, and we have, we have a lot of, um, we have a lot of, we feel your pain, honestly, especially as someone working in the industry, we feel your pain because we've had to pivot our whole way of doing things too. And, um, we know that your day was supposed to be, you know, the way that you envisioned it your whole life. Well, you know, I listen, like one day I will be a bride. I'll be sitting in the same, the same shoes as you guys. I know what it's like 
to want something so badly and like want it a specific way and now like having to change your your way of what your wedding day will be and pivoting is truly the name of the game right now for everything in every industry in every relationship in every personally professionally and it's hard yeah it's hard but it it's just let I wanted this podcast to make everybody feel like you're definitely not alone because everybody's on the same page. Oh, my God. Everybody's feeling it in all walks of life, all over the world. So... If um, anyone hears that and they, like, feel a little less alone, it was, like, worth it. Yeah. And I know we had a lot of different... um, A lot of different stories in that. But one one of my big reasons for having Talia on, but also just, is that Talia is someone who... She's out here doing the Lord's good work. That's what I tell her. You know, she is she oh is one God. she is one with Hashem. And oh if, my God. if you're not what if, a compliment. <laughs> I hope God's listening to that one and is like giving me my, you know, my list. Are are not us. <laughs> and it's it's true. It's you know, sometimes I know for me is that when I'm feeling very stressed, I need to turn to, you know, um, feeling a little bit like more faithful that God has a plan for me and that, you know, everything is going to be okay. And I believed that, you know, six years when like six years ago, like when I went through like, you know, a lot of physical changes, so to say. Um, and I believe that now with like, you know, all the changes that we're going through in the world, um, with this pandemic, with, you know, the uncertainty of when this is going to be over or will life return to normal or is this our new normal? Like, is this the way that things are going to be? We really don't know. Um, so sometimes for me, I turn to Talia because I feel like when she kind of like kicks my ass in gear of being like, you're you're not in control you are not like that you know there's a higher power who's in control who is going to like guide all of us and give us what we can handle and 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 take that's been the most they're taking care of of covid that i experienced like in my like line of work like all of the religions like my coworkers, we like have all the you know the religions whatever we sit together we pray together at the beginning of the day we pray to, you know, work, like be there for our patients, be there for our staff, be there for each other. And like, there's so much like love and unity. And like, I just feel like that's what this is about. Like, it's about humbling yourself to realize like, we're really all just like one. We're all like interconnected and we all need each other. And like, it, like I thought about that when I was in the supermarket and some people would steal all the antibacterials. And I'm like, you do realize <laughs> that, that we all have to have antibacterials so for this thing to not spread. Like, right. if you have all of it, that shows that, you know, we could still, you know. So I think it's like we're interconnected and we need to be there for each other. And we need to realize that we're not alone and we're interconnected and we're united and, you know, the feeling of being alone is so spiritually divisive. You know what I mean? And it's it's very saddening for people. And like, you're not. You're not alone. You're spiritually connected to all there is. So to kind of wrap this up, what 
what advice, and this is, and I ask this to everybody who comes on, what advice do you have for our brides and grooms right now who are kind of going through a rough time uh, and having to make the decision of, you know, do I get married now and do the party later? Do I push everything off because, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, all my guests are going to be able to attend and hopefully not have to wear a mask and be able to dance together and whatnot. What advice do you have for, you know, our couples who are in the midst of planning that might, you know, might have to pivot how their wedding is? Well, I think number one, any couple that's going through this, it's for sure going to either, it's going to definitely build your relationship, learning how to navigate something so challenging um, together will only make your future better because you're really going to have the skills to like how to like, you know, connect and deal with, you know, um, curveballs really. Um, but I think it is case specific. I think it really, you have to go deep into your heart and decide like what was most important to you. If it's more important to you guys to just be married and have this behind you and whatever, then I would just say like, you know, so make the small wedding. So do it, you know, like it may not be what you imagined, but at least you'll have your special day. And what makes it special is that you're both there and the people you love are there. It's not the frills and the fancy. But if it was so important for you to have this like remarkable day to like declare your love, then like you could push it off. You know what I mean? Like, you, don't, the, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do this. This is you. This is your story. And right. that's the beauty of it. Well, you all heard it here, folks. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Talia, thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I should tell everybody good night, good day, good evening. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're not really sure. It's 1247 a.m. for us because we're out of control on a Sunday into Monday. Um, and, but, but, you know, we're it's, really but, you know, it's quarantine. It's pandemic. It's, it's just a different world. But time is just anything of the essence. <laughs> and time isn't even real. Ta- <laughs> what, what is, what is time? You know, it's a rhetorical question. Okay. Um, That's how, how, where we're getting. My brother, my brother always says, says this and um <laughs> he always says do you love life and I'm like uh you know most of the time sure but you know he always asks me at such a weird moment and then goes on to say well it's a rhetorical question <laughs> and most of the time he makes no sense but uh time is just a rhetorical thing right now <laughs> so um it has been a pleasure to have you on the podcast today and to just spend time with you and Shabbos this weekend we'll and get to, me, get we'll me thinking. We'll have to do it again when, by day. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have to do it energy. by day if there's different energy. Um, but thank you all so much for tuning in to uh, today's episode. I know it was a little different than usual, but I think that it's important to really like check in during this time and just like let everybody feel like, you know what, they're not alone. And like it is a hard time, but we will make it through and time is changing. But this this could be this could turn into actually, I believe it will turn into something really strong that makes even you know especially all of our couples going through this hard time even stronger so that's true (laughs) so you know there you have it just a little monday morning motivation from yours truly (laughs) (laughs) thank you all so much for 
tuning in to today's episode. Uh, you can follow me and all my Instagram stories at the Candy Guru. You can follow my business event pyre. Um, you know, showcasing all my candy tables. You can follow my event blog showcasing the top event trends on Long Island at the Long Island Eventista. And of course, make sure to follow The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money um, on your special day. And of course, um, getting to know some of the best vendors and people in the business. Um, Until next week, you know, have a cocktail, stay sane, stay healthy, and uh, and um, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.